Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott McKay here on Patriot Street Fighter, your favorite show today. We've got Roundtable, which is the uh, the audience favorite. We got David Nino Rodriguez here, the former heavyweight boxing champ. We got uh, Mike Jaco, former career Navy SEAL, CIA operator, uh, all around all around killer of bad human beings, which makes me love him to death. Um, good to have you guys here today, man. We're going to jump right into it, and it's been a long time. There's been quite a gap since we've been been together, so I guess we're going to be run down through current events. Maybe looking backwards a little bit and finding a couple scumbags to gang up on. So welcome to uh, Roundtable. Good to see you uh, guys. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, good to be here with you guys again. Thanks. Crazy shit going on, like crazier than anything we've uh, been talking about for the last what two years on Roundtable. Uh, East Palestine and everything moving forward. Like we got... Uh, we got a major problem coming, guys. With I, I'm uh, going to bring Doctor Robert Young on. I haven't seen the, the his his show with Kerry Cassidy, but he's laying it out. It's this is bad shit. This can be kind of like the Vax type of thing all over again. What they're doing, what 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 it's going to do to the whole Eastern Seaboard. What those guys did up there, it's unbelievable. Oh, you mean with the chemical spill? Yeah, all orchestrated. Yeah, yeah. These are the way I see it, and, and I'll just jump in here real quick. I see it as complete. We knew this was going to happen, though. We knew they were going to start attacking our infrastructure. What I think is, what I think what's really happening is they have cells activated in America. I think that through the southern border, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm hearing from Border Patrol, and I'm in contact with them daily, um, um, is that, first of all, number one, the fentanyl that's coming here can kill everybody in the United States five times over. And and there's no stopping it. They're they're just getting little seizures here and there, but it's really bad. And I'm right here on the border to tell you that it is it is. And there's a new drug called Trank, fentanyl and Trank. It's like the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to be doing my show tomorrow about that. Is real. Like this is going to zombify people. The Trank, it's like uh, that old flaca drug that there used to be circulating around, where you get paralyzed, you start moving, drooling out of your mouth. This Trank is equivalent to that, and it kills you. Same with fentanyl. So that's all coming through the border. I also believe, I also see all the time I'm driving through the uh, Paisano area of the of the of the of the freeway. It used to be the most dangerous stretch of freeway in America. Um, is with before the fence was there. It's just a it's a cruddy little fence they have there that they put up during the uh, Obama administration. The people that are jumping over, like acrobats that I'm watch that I'm watching jump over, are military aged men. I see them darting through traffic, athletic as hell. Um, what I'm saying is, what what I think is happening here is that these are cells that are going to be activated. There's no reason for these guys to be coming here. They're, you know, you see the families going the conventional route through uh, the ports and things of that nature, but these guys are jumping over the fence and running through traffic. And I mean, they're athletic, and it looks like the one guy that I saw, I'll never forget, that stared at me when I was driving. He looked like a stone-cold killer, man. And I'm sure Jayco could identify that in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. um, it's like it's like these guys mean business, and I think they're I think they're going to be activated here. I don't know when. I think they're already doing the activation is already happening. In a sense that a lot of these maybe these derailments, these accidents that are happening across the nation, I think these 
are people that have gotten in through the border that are here to cause some kind of disturbances, uh, chaos, whatever. And I don't think they've been, I don't think they've been activated to the extent that we're going to see just yet. And I think it's coming. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, we're in World War Three, absolutely no no question in my mind. You know, after having been thirty five years, you know, looking at this and being a student of this and being active in wars and so forth, uh, in combat zones, that we're we're actively being um, targeted. Our the train systems, the uh, uh, you look at the you know the food supply, you know, going after chickens and and hogs and everything. I guess uh, another um, Illinois, they had a a factory of where they had hogs or whatever or farm where thousands of pigs were roasted to death. So we're, we're seeing this as basically targeted. There's no way that these things could be coincidental at the, on these levels, no way at all. So they're active sleeper cells that are being activated. We're in world war three. It's happening in Europe too. It's not just the United States. So I've seen train trains are coming off the tracks in, in, uh, in Europe as well. So it's a worldwide, you know, thing. Cause we know that the, the Nazis were not defeated in world war two. They were, they just moved. They, they abandoned Germany and went somewhere else. They went down to Argentina, they went into Antarctica and project look or project. Uh, what was that? Project not looking last, but paper. paper thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Paperclip basically brought tons of Nazis. We think they're just like, you know, a couple hundred Nazis over. There were thousands of Nazis brought over with their families and moved to all the little communities throughout the United States. You got something to say? Yeah. I would interject there. Cause that goes along yeah. with what, Laura Eisenhower told me about the tree, uh, some kind of non-conditional dis- uh, surrender that we signed in 1952 or 53 uh, with uh, the Nazis in America. Like we signed over our country to them is what oh, she, wow. she claims on my video and YouTube. Uh, Eisenhower, who's, I guess she would know great granddaughter, great granddaughter of, of president Eisenhower. She said mm-hmm. that, that we signed over a non-conditional surrender uh uh to the nazis and i i've always you know i never heard of that before but now that you're bringing this mm-hmm. up i'm like oh that's interesting because i know wow. about project paperclip but then i add this together with the with, with what uh laura said laura eisenhower and it makes sense it makes a lot of sense yeah that's a, that's a great interjection thanks so uh being in world war three we have to like you know start to um look at all the different things so why was the uh palestine uh train accident what 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 happened there those chemicals that came off the tracks there they were basically flooded around there and there was another plant 100 year old plant that is into metallurgy metallurgy for weapons the chemicals that came off that train those were used for weapon making so a lot of factories that make weapons are going to be shut down so i know i've had uh david zaniga on uh and he talked about um basically you know patriots getting together and bonding together and, and talking. He's got great books out there, you know, creating, uh, you know, you know, learning how to work together just like we did during the revolutionary war. And, uh, that's, that's, I've, I've gotten emails from him and I was like, kind of like, well, when I, when it's time I'll get involved. So I'm getting involved. <laughs> so, uh, I'm ready. Uh, cause we're not seeing, we, you know, we, we've all been told kick back, uh, things are going to be taken care of. It ain't happening uh on the level that it needs to happen i think we need to get involved we've been hearing that we need to get involved so i'm saying patriots need to start to get together and start to do you know that thing that we do when we you know start to work together like we did during the revolutionary war i don't want to go too deep into that i don't want to get this you know flagged or anything but 
Uh, I think people know what I'm talking about. You need to start to get it active. You need to start getting involved, start, start getting with people. Just like David was talking about, sleeper cells, just, you, you think they're just going to go after, you know, the, the transportation and the food industry? At some point, that's going to go to the next level. So we need to get, we need to get active. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I'm, I, David wrote that, uh, that, that compendium called uh, tactical civics. I'm glad you brought him on, Mike. I, I thought he is a fascinating work. That, yeah. He, yeah. Amazing guy, amazing, you know, information he's put out there. And, uh, and, and I think you're right. I think, you know, we can think about paramilitary groups, things like that, uh, militias. I, I, I don't know that we're looking exactly at that level, uh, but I do think, I mean, it could be, but but I think it's like you said, it's like folks like us, even it's something we're probably going to have to do at some point, like, you know, have a sort of a staging conversation somewhere publicly right. or private setting and just talk to bring in people. You guys that are, right. you know, ex-military trained, you know, you understand coordination, logistics, you understand things like this. Uh, you should get together in your communities. I got a, a brother or a nephew back in PA they started two years ago. These are guys that are all ex ex military. Uh, they meet in a local area. They've got comms. They got everything set up. So if anything goes sideways, you know they got their immediate area and family that they can protect. Uh, they know exactly what they're going to do. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the strengths that we have as a nation is we have so many tens of millions of veterans out there who obviously right now at this point in time are awake. They're pissed. Uh, they want to get active. You, I mean, we've heard this, what guys for two plus years now, people are like, Hey man, just ex military. Hey man, just let us go. Tell us when to go. And I'm like, I, that's not my role, but I'm just glad that there are people that are saying, whenever you guys are ready to go, you know, we'll, we'll be there, whatever that is. Yeah. And I think that, uh, like you said, it's a, com it's conversational. So a lot of it is just, you're, you're basically attending online zoom meetings. just kind of like, like we're doing right now. And you talk about the constitution, what your rights are. That's all it is right now. And, uh, you know, then guys get together, maybe go to the range or whatever, but, uh, there's, there's definitely, uh, it's time. So if there needs to be a siren, I'm like, it's time guys. <laughs> so start to yeah. look into it. Did you guys hear we're up to 12 train crashes now? I just heard this morning. Somebody said, we're now at, up to 12 of these crashes, train crashes. Mm -hmm. That's scary. That's scary, man. You know, but I want to bring this this point up too. I know the FBI is looking into militias. By the way, mm -hmm. they're cracking down on them. They're they're actively searching these groups out. So people need to be aware of this. But one thing though is, I do believe safeties. I, I I'm not saying that sit back and do nothing. I do believe safeties are in place. They cannot. They cannot. Ins I do believe they cannot. Ins from what I've been told, they cannot insert Trump before this guy makes the mess he's supposed to mess make because Trump cannot own that. He cannot own the mess that this guy's committing, Biden. He cannot own the, the disaster and the chaos that's coming. He he cannot be looked at as a tyrannical dictator. He has to come in as kind of like a savior and do cleanup. Okay, that's why he's coming out right now with these these what I call military comms, and I'm sure Jago thinks the same thing. And you two, you as well, Scott, like executions on television. Come on. That is the most obvious, blatant uh, uh, shot across the bow I've ever seen to these people. Yeah. Um, also, you know, it's, you know, everyone says oh, anyone would be crazy for people to come over from the southern border and take on Americans. Everyone's locked and loaded. Everyone's ready. That's not the objective here. The objective here is to cause chaos and, dis and disarray 
and disorganization because the, the people are not organized. Who cares if everyone has guns if they don't know who they're shooting at and they don't know who the enemy is? Mm-hmm. It'll be like guerrilla warfare. Fifth generational warfare is what what uh, General Flynn talks about. But think about this. Yeah, everyone is armed in America, but that could be to our own demise if we don't know who the enemy is and we're all shooting at each other. And that's what they're going to come here to do is, is cause this stir crazy reaction by all the Americans to where we're out just what what we're gonna just be out in the out in the street with guns shooting each other not knowing what what is what there's no organization nobody is organizing for anything but I will promise you these people that are coming from the southern border are well organized and they they know exactly the targets they know exactly what kind of chaos to create and that is what's scary who cares if we have all the guns you protect your home you protect your family but at some point you're gonna want to go out and get food or you're gonna whatever measures you want to take had to be calculated. But if they come here and just cause the right amount of chaos, this is going to be, this could be crazy. And that's when the military, I think would have to step in. Yeah. So you, you're not going to get all the military to step in because we know that the military, especially you look at, you know, yeah, they're divided and uh, you don't, you don't have the whole military. Like a lot of people might think are, you know, conservative and, and some organizations, like you know, when I was in the SEAL team, just like there was nobody. Well, I won't say nobody, but very, very few percentage wise, like maybe one or two percent of people that were liberal. So and, you know, you listen to them and we all laughed at them. So but <laughs> but you in other organizations, like I, I could tell you, like when I was in Iraq uh, as a as a security contractor, uh, I would go onto bases and they would ask us, the security contractors, uh, CIA security contractors, if we could shoot the enemy, if they came in at certain times, because they could not, this was, this is like almost 20 years ago, this was going on. It ain't gotten a lot better with this woke stuff that's going in the military now. So it's probably got a lot worse. And plus with the vaccination, uh, people are dying in the military, like they are everywhere. And a lot of people left the military because they weren't going to get that shot. So, um, it's, it's all part of a bigger plan. Uh, so that's why I say, you know, yeah, it's this siren call to get out there and, uh, get active, start to, you know, coordinate because like you're talking about David, if they shut down the internet, I've seen this happen overseas. I was like, how, how could they shut down a mill? How could, how could they shut down the, the TV and, and the internet? That's, that's stupid. I was overseas and there were, there were like attacks and they shut everything down. I was like, oh, they do have a kill switch. <laughs> so wow. if they have it overseas, Wow. Absolutely, they got it here. All right. So if they <laughs> well, want to shut everything down and start yeah. the and kick this to the next level, because a lot of us have heard, oh, they're going to shut everything down and then it's going to be, you know. So you got to look at all the different things that that are put out there, guys. And I know you guys do, but I need. We're, I'm talking to the general audience. When you have someone putting out something that there's going, the power is going to go off, and uh, the the you won't have the internet, and then they're going to come out with Every every eight hours, they're going to start to play information about what's going on. What if that doesn't happen like that? And they've told us all this time that that's why that's the way it was going to roll. Or we've been hearing, not they. I said I'm going to say we've been hearing disinformation is a rule of the game. We know that right now, and we're trying to like sift through all the disinformation and get the real information out there as fast as we can, so we can shut it down, so it doesn't get out of control. So that's what everyone needs to know. If all these things that you've been hearing as far as like, just watch the movie and stuff like that and on a certain level, yes, but on another level, you do need to get active. And I think people are starting to see that now. 
Well, you know, there's one thing that uh, one thing is for sure. And I got to always bring this back to the center point of how we got here. And if how we got here is these politicians. And I, you've heard me say this before. When I realized that the entire architecture is completely working against the people, it might have been 2012. It was after the Republicans miraculously took the House uh, during the Obama years. And so uh, they had the Senate already. They took the House and then they ended up submitting the National Defense Authorization Act for 2012, sent it off to Obama's desk to sign. And in there was a, uh, a kill switch on the Internet. Um, if in, in the case of a national emergency, the president had three controls, internet, he had a kill switch. Uh, number two is he could take control of the food supply and could also take control of the power grid. And so here you have Republicans handing over this weapon to be used against the people by their arch enemy, Obama. And I knew right then and there, that's when I figured we definitely lost the country because all of these bastards are working against us. And at this point now, nobody can debate it because when this stuff starts, all you got to do is look to the border, look to the border states and governors who've been in those borders. Doug Ducey, you know, is out of there now. But look at all the bo the border governors over the last 10 years and you see what they've been doing. And then think this, the idiot liberals that are calling us racists because we want the border shut down from Hispanics or Chinese or El Salvadorans coming over the border because we're racist. I said this for many years also. I... The problem with liberalism is that it all liberalism, modern day liberalism leads to somebody's death, leads to people's death. The problem is it, it, it only leads to the death of the people that it doesn't lead to the death of these idiots that have this liberal philosophy. It always flows on to the rest of society. What's different now about this war, that philosophy these clowns have had, it's now going to wash right up in our doorstep because there's they're going to be indiscriminate if they make these moves on harming people. They don't care what you are. You're just an American and we're here to kill anybody. Um, but the sad thing is, is that uh, when we got to start addressing things in that fashion, I think the first move people need to do is go remove these governors from their positions of power and hold them accountable. However, they choose to do it, common law courts or whatever, because these are the enemies. They're the ones that could have shut all of this shit down for the last 15 years. And they didn't uh, on purpose until Trump came to power. But, um, well, I think, I think, I think the whole, the whole house hearings right now with what we're watching in the house hearings, I think is a good sign. I think McCarthy is a rhino. He's a bastard, yeah. but I think he's on a tight leash with Trump. And I think he's in a, they, I think I, I really believe that they maneuvered Pelosi out of there. We haven't heard anything from her. She's just gone. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying she's at Gitmo, but I just know that she's <laughs> she's not coming out saying anything. She doesn't have the power she used to, which is a good strategic chess move on our part, I believe. And then we inserted a guy that the Democrats thought they can count on as well, which now we know is has a very tight leash on him with Trump. Um, I'm a little skeptical about him giving the 41,000 plus hours to Fox News solely, but he's doing everything, it seems to me, that what Trump would want him to do. And it looks like he's working for Trump. Now, how much of that? You That's why these type of guys have to be on a tight leash because you cannot trust him. He's a rhino. We know he was a rhino from the beginning. But I think uh, with these house hearings, the, 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 the heat is being turned up on these people and it's making them have to make panic moves and escalate their plans. I think they're having to move forward with things that they didn't think they were going to have to. It's like we have the playbook. And now by us ratcheting up the heat on the on the House hearings, we're making them make premature moves. 
that they weren't that they they had that they wanted to make maybe six months from now, two years from now, four years from now, they're having to make now in which they're going to, which, which is, that's when accidents happen. And I think we're going to be ready to capitalize on them. And me being a fighter, I understand that strategy very well. Like, cause I always force people's hand in the ring. That's why I started so fast. And there were certain things I did in the ring to high speed chess match because you want to make them commit and do something they didn't want to do. And I feel like that's, I, I totally see how this is playing out with, with, with the house hearings pushing them adding panic, Trump coming out and scaring them, saying, hey, executions will be televised. They're scared. They are scared, and they're having, and they're, and that's going to cause desperation and panic and accidents. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be like a hit or miss. I mean, what, I mean, what, what kind of impact can they have at this point? We're, we're in World War III, and these, these sleeper cells are activated in, in the, in the U.S. right now. And, and causing may- mayhem and around the world. So are these guys going to pass some laws to stop that? <laughs> it's like, you know, they're, no, they're not. It's, it's the, it's an ongoing operation. It's going to continue to get, get worse, I believe, unfortunately. So uh, if we look at, you know, what's going on in Ukraine, uh, you know, Ukraine was like, was protected during the Nuremberg trials. None of the Nazis that were in Ukraine, uh, Western Ukraine are, were, they're they're above the law, I guess. So they they stayed there. So I just saw from one of the Rothschilds that the rest of the world needs to really get more active in Ukraine and help Ukraine to win. Because if they lose Ukraine, then the world order, the new world order, is done. So they're throwing everything they have at Ukraine right now. And this is this is not a clear war. Of course, we haven't declared a war since World War II. Uh, but we've had, you know, presidential edicts and stuff like that. And Congress has gone, gone along with them. So the executive and the legislative, you know, kind of still work together. So is the legislative or yeah, is the legislative going to get active? Are those congressmen and women that are in, uh, Congress right now, are they going to say bullshit? You know, you're, you're, you're throwing money at this situation right now and we're, we're hurting in America right now. So, all right. And I see a little bit of that going on. So I think the one thing that really needs to be focused on is Ukraine, because a lot I hear from a lot of veterans, young veterans, because the old veterans like me, we know that that is a war against the Nazis. We're at, our government is support is funding and supporting the Nazis in Ukraine. So the Nazis in America are funding the Nazis in Ukraine. The Nazis in other governments are funding the Nazis in Ukraine. So we have to be aware of that. Once once we're aware of that and we stop having these uh, Sean Hannity's and so forth come out and, and support you know, the Ukraine war and get people still active. And it's MK Ultra again. It's mind control all over again. It's a Mockingbird Media. Another war. It's their full money in another war. Mockingbird Media is basically part of the Nazi system as well. Big Pharma, part of the Nazi system as well. It's, you know, World Health Organization. Part of the Nazi system, CIA, part of the Nazi system, FBI, part of the Nazi system. So all of these different systems have to collapse. Uh, the I know you you were talking about it, I think maybe yesterday or the day before, uh, David, where you said that you saw a big event coming. So definitely a big event is coming. What that is, is, is all up for debate. And we're debating that right now. Is it going to be, you know, Project Blue, Blue, 
blue beam. It's going to be, you know, the stock market crash. I think the stock market crash is a given. No matter what happens, the stock market crashes. All right. So they're going to take that away from the American people. That system collapses and then they're going to, oh, we have another system. You know, it's like the it's it's the murderer comes in and kills someone in your family and then they leave and they come back and you don't know it's them. They're like, oh, what happened? You know, what can I do to help you? That's our government. Yeah, that's our murder, murdering us. Great description. Exactly. Great description. Yeah, exactly. that's it. Exactly what those bastards are. Exactly. You know, um, there, he, he, there's interesting information I got when I was out in uh, California with Sasha. He put me on Zoom calls or or um, video calls with a couple of people, but two or three Alliance white hats, you know, in control positions. So one thing I found very intriguing, I never heard of this, this gentleman. He's, we're going to bring this gentleman on is he's known as M one and he's, he's head of all these sovereign funds for all of the native tribes. I think of the whole world, which gives some credibility to Nassara funds and all this stuff that they, you know, that they plan on pushing onto the world. And, and it was really interesting. Uh, he knew I was, I didn't know who he was. Uh, but he was telling us, and, and I brought that up about you know bringing him on. Can you say these things to the world? And so I was like, we'll set it up. But he was saying, for example, the central bank digital currency. This is a very encouraging information. He talked about things that were going on in the moves that they are making. It and that itself is this battlefield. Also, there are things that they could do, want to do, but because of cyber theft of funds and currencies and all that kind of shit, that's what they're that's what they're up against. It brought two things to my mind. One is that, like you said, Mike, this system has to come down, right? It, and I said this to somebody yesterday, and I can't think of the example or context, but I said, look, oh, it's because we're, you know, we're opening this bi bioscalar center here to go up against big farm and allopathic medicine, trying to push us into the quantum realm of healing, God's healing uh, versus this allopathic murder machine. And so you can't have this whole thing come down once it's all down, like, okay, now, now we got to start, we got to build up the new system. So like you say, it's got to be this, this system has to come down and this system has to be coming up. It's got to be yes, right. Exactly. So one of the things he said was the central bank digital currency, it's, it's coming in no matter what we want, it's coming. He said, but what it's, what's going to happen, it's going to fade away. It's not going to take a long time for, if I remember exactly how he put it, but CDBC is coming in. But it's just going to kind of go by the wayside. And and I can't remember his rationale for why. We bring him on and we'll find out. But I thought that was unbelievably encouraging. Like these guys really know where they are in this battle. And they know that, you know, to the degrees that they know what, where they've won. And the things we're seeing now, my speculation obviously is the enemy is desperate. It's fighting anyway. It thinks it can survive. It's always had fail safes to make sure somebody could pluck them out of the fire. The politicians that they controlled worldwide, those strings have been cut. The head of the snakes have been cut off. Um, the, the controllers uh, that were making you know the decisions and all the moves. Now that particular level doesn't exist. All the lower level, mid range, and lower level people. What do you expect them to do? They're going to do what they've always done. Even if they did know or didn't know, they're going to do what they've always done stay on their plan and try to commit all the chaos they possibly can. But that's one good thing that they see that, that, that from that point that we have victories here. I mean, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have to, you know, 
we're going to have to minimize damage and casualties by all of us coming together. But people can't ever, they can't walk back into that fear mode. Just like, as I said many times, we outnumber these bastards by the billions. When all these shitheads that have come into this country start making attacks on infrastructure and all this stuff, when we as a whole, especially the left, when they come awake, like, holy shit, look what's happening. This Nino guy is not crazy. Uh, Mike Jake, all these people say this shit. They're not crazy. They've been telling us this. And then they're going to be shocked. And then they'll be like, they'll get, you're going to get pissed because they're going to realize how duped they are. And when those people of that philosophy get pissed, they're dangerous. Because I remember when 911 happened, we had this private fitness place. It was all Fox News and all the TVs. It was always bantering, right? And we're, you know, we're in a liberal area, but we're always bantering back and forth with our clients on this stuff. And I remember when those towers got hit, we thought it was, you know, the terrorists. These leftist liberals, they were psychopathic killers. They're like, we need to bomb every single part of Afghanistan, kill all of them, turn into parking lots. Like, holy shit, what happened to you? Um, yeah. They get even more pissed and, and kind of violent. So when we as a nation come to that point, we wake up, people are going to be like, those guys don't look like they belong here. It's like being in Summerlin in Vegas. I remember when I lived there. If you're up along Red Rock Canyon or Red Rock Country Club, you're coming along that road. You're just, and this, The whole wall goes along Red Rock Country Club both sides. If you're walking on that road up there, just, just strolling along, some you're getting pulled over. Cops going to come up and say, what are you doing here? Um, you don't, you know, it's like you don't belong here. The way the person might look or dress clearly don't live there. They pull you over and question why you're there. I think it gets to be that if they start that that attack and it's it's going to be consistent, eventually Americans are going to be like, they're going to notice everything. Wait a second. This son of a bitch, he doesn't look like he belongs here. What's he doing? And I think that puts things in motion that changes that energetic shift against these people where now everybody becomes suspect. Problem is, let's say they're Chinese. Because they're coming over the border, Chris Bergard said those signs down there at those rescue towers have Spanish, English, and Mandarin. He told me that six, eight months ago. Once they started reporting it, the Mandarin signs came off. So they're going to be Chinese people who look like they're suspect and may not be. They're going to they're going to incur somebody's wrath. If they're Hispanic, they look like El Salvadorans or whatever. Same thing. Innocent people are going to incur the wrath of of the people. Because one, like you know, Mike, wartime, you don't know who's who. Innocent people get get hurt. I think. I think also what's going to happen here is that uh, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Zelensky come out and say that Putin's going to get assassinated by his own people. And uh, what I think it is is, and I've talked to a few people about this, is that Putin's very sick right now, and I think they're going to play the card if if he times out, if he dies, they're going to say, "See, his own people killed him," and they're going to that's going to cause. A lot of chaos and mayhem, and, they, and people can be like, oh, his own people killed him. You know, Russia's falling apart. Another thing that I see happening is us sending our troops off to Ukraine. Could be this year. Um, and, and the reason I say that is as civil unrest and more of these disturbances and train derailments and supply chain breaks happen here in America, they're going to start sending our troops off to Ukraine to fight their war. Zelensky came out and said it's time for America to start sending their sons and daughters to Ukraine to fight our war. If we're sending our war, if we're sending our sons and daughters, America needs to do the same. So the rhetoric is our the rhetoric is already out there. So believe me, I, I see it coming that the that we're gonna start sending our troops out there 
And as we're sending our troops out there, chaos starts happening more and more in America. And then these cells start getting activated. And then, then that's when that's when I'm like, okay, that's when we're in deep shit right there. And that's when patriots have to really start coming together and organizing and understanding what time it is. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. That organization, like we're like we were talking about earlier, needs to start, you know, at a at a foundational level right now. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. So uh, I I look at a lot of stuff throughout you know history. I went to the uh, Association of Research and Enlightenment, uh, Edgar Casey Institute in Virginia Beach when I was still in the SEAL teams before I got out and I was doing research there. Uh, a little bit later, I wrote my book, The Intuitive Warrior, and it ended up there in Edgar Casey's library, no which kidding. is super, super, super rare. Yeah, they don't oh. they only take so many books there. So the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, psychics and intuitives and so forth, you know, can have a little active play here. You know, I've, I've done a little bit of stuff, you know, that I feel has helped a little bit. So I, I said this was going to be a super cold winter. Uh, we would see snow on California beaches and lo and behold on Huntington beach today, there's snow on the beach in Huntington beach. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I can, and I said that when it was like super hot and everybody's like, you're, you're, fr you're full of it, Mike. I was like, okay, we'll see. So anyway, there it is. Uh, so another thing that I see is Russia is going to be the savior of the world. Now, Edgar Cayce, the white reason why I bring up Edgar Cayce is because he said that 70 years ago. Wow. Yeah, so um, wow. Putin, whether Putin gets replaced, which you could argue maybe he's already been replaced by somebody, uh, you know, Joe Biden's not Joe Biden, and and we we know there's a, a second Trump. This is something, you know, has been done a lot. I, I have put on disguises when I work for the CIA and, and walked among people. It's like... It, you in disguise so now, Mike? You you in disguise? I, I, yeah, I this this is mustache, the real Mike. Mustache now. <laughs> no, like, no disguise. Yeah, the mustache. Uh, really? I know some people even say that. I think the clone <laughs> Mike is here. So that's go a little Mike. crazy that's, with this. Now I'm going to go into so clone stuff Mike in a minute. Yeah, I think in Bakhmut, uh, the reason why Bakhmut is so intense is because there's clones coming out of those dumbs. All right, on the Ukrainian side, that and Russia is Russia is like shooting twenty thousand artillery rounds a day. Imagine that, dude. They have a thousand tanks. They have a half a million men lined up, and they're having a hard time in back. What's 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 the problem there? Clone <laughs> army, revenge so, of the clones. I mean, I I know it's it's crazy, but I remove you and the dumbs there that clones are coming out of there. So anyway, uh, that's going a little too far off target. But anyway. I think that uh, Putin is going to be, because right now Putin has said, you guys in the West, and this is why I'm saying it's time to get active. Putin has said, you guys have a lot, have let the Luciferians take over your countries. And if you're not active to un unfuck yourself, basically, mm -hmm. we're going to we're going to take you down with them. Yeah, so I think that's we need to pay attention to that. Putin said that. All right. So that's why, as we know, these evil ones really come after people that are trying to inform it. All three of us have had this people. Have come, you know, we've been attacked in a lot of different ways and we're survivors in that, that regard. But um, fortunately, I think we're protected. I think America is protected. 
I'm not saying let's let's move to Russia and become Russians. I'm saying that I love being American. We're going to stay American, but I want to have as many Americans going forward on this as possible. And we know the, the vaccination has already, unfortunately, taken a lot of us down. What's going to be the next thing? You're going to try and start World War III. And Putin is not going to put up with it, right? Mm. He's going to protect the Russian people. The Russian people, as a group of people, I believe, are phenomenal, right? That's another thing that um, Edgar Casey said, that the Russian people would be the front end of the consciousness shift. So I know a lot of us have talked about the consciousness shift, and we're, we're promoting that. We need to get through this sticky part right here before we get to that consciousness shift. So I think we really need to get more active. I think we really need to start to press more. We need to talk more like we're doing right now. We need to act, we become active with each other more and really start to get things moving in a faster direction because it's coming down to the wire, I believe. Well, I believe I this. Agree that. I believe this. I've said this all along. Whatever evaluation the enemy makes of us, the shitheads come across the board or whatever, any other country, whatever evaluation they have on how we are an easy target and easy pickings, there's one thing they've never seen. They've never seen an activated American mind knowing it has to defend itself in war on its own soil, on its own land, with the house back there behind me, with the kids back there behind me. That changes everything. Because once it becomes real in people's backyards, it, look how valiant you guys have performed around the world on other, other people's soil. You're not defending right in your backyard, your own family, your own way of life. And look how remarkable our guys, men and women perform. Imagine when their life's at stake, their family's at stake, their entire nation and the way of life is at stake. I just, it's in our DNA that the American people will rise to a level that'll shit shock every one of these scumbags. And I believe they'll be living in a state of terror. Once we all get it, once we wake up, they'll be in a state of terror because here's what happens. I, I know I know what it's like in Pennsylvania. So, you know, we've got a million a million hunters in the woods on the first day of buck season every single year. There are more guns in the Pennsylvania woods that day than the largest standing army on the planet. And they're all snipers. They're all sharpshooters. Yeah. These we've been shooting deer since we were, you know, 12 years old when you get your license. We've been shooting each other with BB guns since we were six, you know, hiding in trees and shit. That's a gun culture. Turn that shit loose. And that's just PA. Think of Texas. Think of everywhere else where you have people with high-powered rifles. Um, these, these people will not have a chance. All we need to do is get the country to turn and realize the wars at your doorstep. And look, laws go away. The legal system disappears when it becomes wartime combat. And yeah, but that's but that's why they uh they're, that's why they're using other countries by proxy and they're pushing us into this direction with China, with Russia, because they want us to be disoriented, confused, disorganized. So where who cares if we have all the guns, if we're unorganized and we don't have a common enemy, if we're just shooting each other and just buckering, hunkering down and, and, and just protecting our homes. We See, won't. they're gonna. That's why I'm saying, like, they're gonna they're gonna try to set us up as a chess move. To when we're sending out our military to Ukraine, to other places, causing uh, pockets of chaos in the United States. They know where to do it. We won't have the resources or people to come in and and then uh, and take control of those areas. 
and then and the cells being activated, things of that nature, more illegals coming through every day. That's how they're getting us. The true war is at the southern border. That's how they're getting us. They're infiltrating us. They're invading us with so much mix, and they're using the liberals' ideology to band-aid it to where it's like, oh, it's okay. Everyone deserves to come here. You should, you know, that they're using their belief system to take down America. So when when they finally hit the go button and China, if you look at what they're doing with our youth now, which is the LGBTQ movement, they're emasculating men, uh, the, the, the men here don't even want to fight. They don't have it in them, man. They don't. It's 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 older dogs like us that have it in us to fight. But the young generation, they're banking on making them so docile and so emasculated. So when they turn up the the heat, which they're doing now, what are they doing in China? They're they're teaching their youth about war, about being over masculine. They're teaching. They're, they don't allow any of that feminization or emasculation in China. They're obviously amping up for war, and they're weakening America. We're on our knees right now. We're just letting everything go. It's okay to be a woman. A man can go into a woman's dressing room in front of three-year-olds and show his junk. It's it's insanity. It's completely a mockery of Christ. It's a mockery of our country. We are like on our knees, hands and knees. We need to turn this around before that even gets started, man. Before that even gets started. Because it, when it does get started, I'm afraid it'll be too late. You can say all you want about everyone having guns and being ready, but if we're disorganized, we're not going to know who the enemy is. It's going to be guerrilla warfare on our streets, and their supply chains will be a wreck. They'll starve us out. It's the same way that we killed the Indians. The Indians had to band together to fight the white man. When the white man came here, they're like, well, they had a hard time. The Indians were killing the white man like the cartels do. That's where the cartel gets a lot of their methods is from the Indians. The Indians were savages, man. They would just wreck people in their wagons, wreck families on the on the Oregon Trail, wreck, wreck you know, whatever trail they're coming coming through America. They would just kidnap them, kill them, behead them, scalp them. But what did we do? We killed their their supply chain. We killed all the buffalo. When once we once we decimated their food chain, that buffalo, they were ours. We moved them right into reservations. That's what they're doing here. They're starting now with our supply chains. They're gonna start moving our troops out to other to fight other wars and then cause disarray confusion here. Have us fighting each other. We're not going to know who the common enemy is. We got to stop this before we get to that point. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I believe it'll start that way. I don't think it'll stay that way. Unorganized, disorganized. Absolutely. The country needs a punch in the face. American culture needs a punch in the face, a hard punch to pay a price uh, for letting freedom, you know, get to this point. But when, when is, when is a fighter most dangerous, David, when you get rocked, like you like stunned, you get rocked. And you're fighting to shake that. I was watching one of your fights this morning. I don't know why, but I woke up this morning and you popped in my mind. I ran a search and I'm watching some of those old fights. By the way, it doesn't surprise me that you're here doing what you're doing because I've watched some of your interviews. I'm like, dude, you had you had the magic touch, you know, as a as an interviewer, as a conversationalist back oh, yeah. then. I was like, I was I was impressed, man. I'm like, Definitely. you were freaking. I'm like, no wonder you're doing what you're doing today. I'm like, this guy's a freaking stud. But um, anyways. My belief is this once, you know, once you get freaking rocked and you realize, holy shit, I'm in a fight here. And when you, you recover and shake that fog off, when are you most dangerous right then? Cause you're fighting also a little bit out of fear and you're also pissed too, right? From somebody well, that's when that, as a fighter, that's when, believe it or not, the, the opposite, that's when you relax. Yeah. So when I get hit, boom, I get hit with a bomb. Like, let's say I feel like I'm about to get knocked out. That's when I, and just breathe and just relax let my body go because like who survives 
Who just okay. survives the dr- the car crash? The drunk guy, the loose guy. So that's when you relax and you do yeah. the baby it's the guy that's all like, oh shit, that's when he gets knocked out. You don't want to be like that. You want to be calm and relaxed. Right. Well, you see fighters make it look so easy. Cause they're, that's the they're way I was when they attacked yeah. us in combat, too. To I was the guy that went, yeah. and everybody looked at me and I was like, okay, do this, do this, and then you know, we survived. So this is the way we roll. I don't know if you guys can see that. Joe Biden sucks. That's the way we roll in Florida. So that's a fighter right there. Yeah. That's what we're yeah. talking about. So People are like, well, what could I do? Put that shit on your bumper sticker. Let it, let it be known. <laughs> right. Well, so that's, yeah. that's a fighter right there. I love that. And I, you see a lot more of that right now. So, so basically what that does is starts to build a little momentum moving in the right direction. Right. Uh, enough people get pissed off and they start to like, you know, that's that guy's way to fight back. Right. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe he's part of militia too. Maybe I'll see him in the future, but uh, let, let me, let me share with you guys what Yamamoto said when uh, they bombed Pearl Harbor. I fear all we have done is to awaken a sleeping giant and fill him with a terrible resolve. And we know how that ended. We are at that moment right now, right? We need to get that terrible resolve. And that's what we're speaking of right now. We need to start to get ready for what's coming. All right. We can't, we can't keep depending on somebody else to come save us. And I don't think we have been, we have just been waiting for the right opportunity been waiting for that thing that's going to like push us over the over the edge we don't want that thing to happen where like we're talking about david you've done a good job of it where they come in and they basically start shutting everything down and everybody's confused like what do we do what do we do we want to start to get coordinated now now right so uh yeah i'm gonna have uh david's go back on and we're gonna talk about this and uh get everybody informed uh and start moving in that direction i'm i'm this is this is my focus right now can I just say something that I'm worried about, though, and I think you guys might agree, is that obviously we know the pendulum, and I've said this on my program many times, the pendulum swings left, and it's far left right now. It's so ridiculously far left. People are pissed, and they're mad. What I'm worried about is the same players controlling the whole chessboard, and they know that once this pendulum goes this way, it's going to go so far right, so far right, that we're not going to be able to bring it back. So... We're going to have all this chaos and mayhem, and it's going to be problem, reaction, solution. What if this is part of that equation? You know, the problem is this radical left, far left, as a pendulum comes this way, it's not going to stop in the middle, man. It's going to go far to the right before it comes back to the middle. And that's what I'm worried about. Like, how crazy are the police just going to have zero regard, zero, like, are they just going to be able to do whatever they want? There's going to be, there's going to be no... Uh, do you get what I'm saying here? Like the police yeah. are just saying it's going to get so far out there because I've heard Trump say this a couple times, and I little a little flag goes up and I go, ah, wait a minute, can't give them all of that responsibility and rights. You know, I believe in auditing the police. I don't believe they should. They they work for we the people. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this: How are we going to get to this middle ground here? I don't want to see the pendulum go so far left and then come back swing all the way that way either. So we got to be. I I think we need to be careful about that. And I understand for a couple of years, there'll be military on the streets. The police will have checkpoints, whatever. But let's not stay. I'm telling you now, I'm worried about that. I don't want to stay there. I don't want to. I don't want our country to be in, in, in a police state, police yeah. state, you know, so they get what they want anyway. Through all this chaos and man, we get so sick of it that we're going to just gladly hand over our rights, our freedoms for this police state. I'm scared that could happen. Now, that's just a theory. 
I'm just saying we we also got to watch both sides of the aisle here. We got to we got to make sure that that we're we're not being played either. Is all I'm saying. And that's 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 part of the conversation. I think you're absolutely right. Um, you need to be calm. You need to be cool. And you not. I I say coordinate with the police and the National Guard. Because if you start, if militia starts, okay, we need to go clean stuff up. You're going to get the police on your ass and you're going to get the National Guard to clean you up. So you need to be coordinated across the board. Uh, and and they're going to they're going to agree with you. And that's going to keep the peace as much as possible. And that's what a police officer is supposed to do. Keep the peace, not be a law enforcement. All right. right. So I, I love that guy you have on, David, that uh, talks about the, you know, uh, auditing the police. He does, yeah. does a great job of that. Absolutely phenomenal. But I think that's that is good. We need people like that involved if this thing, if, I think it will, unfortunately, because I've seen it, uh, if it moves in that direction. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying, uh, you know, uh, you know, the police need to know the Constitution. Yeah. They don't know it. These guys can't list the amendments. They don't understand. They don't even they don't know them, yeah. The they don't know any of them, no. dude. I mean, I've, I've watched the tapes, and I'm just, my mouth is on the floor. I'm like, wow. And it's almost like, you know, uh, to me, it's it's uh, they have got to 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 swear that oath to the Constitution and understand every bit of that con- Constitution and understand that they are not a new world order drone. They don't work for. They're not. They're here to protect our rights, not work for the government. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Well, the advantage is that here's the thing: um, we have the years of America. Right. The alternative media, the podcast world has the ears of America, at least the ones that want to be awake. And Mike, you know, you know, we were out at uh, Sue's place last week with Sasha. Case in point. Um, I love she, that place. I know. Dude, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Did we, were you at her place in Malibu? Did you see that place? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like. I, I'm going back. I'm like, I'm, I'm, so I'm coming back. I need a week to just offload everything. I, I've tried to get her on my show because she's, ha- she has amazing background. Yes, she yes. can't, she ate ra- her grandmother, fed her rats during the Chinese, when the Chinese took over and everybody was starving to death. And then wow. she eventually came to the United States and became super successful. Well, all the, all the liberals loved her. And then she went conservative and they hate her now. So I, I think she's an absolutely amazing woman. No kidding. I mean, I, uh, when we were out there, um, there's this segment of Hollywood that are, they, they love what we do. They, they, they we, do when we were, they freaking love it. When we were there, they, um, remember I told you they wanted us to come and teach them how to yeah, shoot. Exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, that was amazing. We were, uh, the first night I got there was a Thursday night or Wednesday night. This place, I mean, here's our Malibu place, but you look at the Palazzo that she just finished. It's ungodly. And the Cedars, which is in itself insane. I love it. Um, Oh my God, it's incredible. But so, so, um, the guy, uh, great guy, Ron Moss, um, who was the, he's the total heartthrob on the bold and the beautiful. I know all these soap operas cause I have four sisters. <laughs> all that shit. You know, he's the dude. You didn't even call him a heartthrob. Yeah, no, he's like, <laughs> questioning you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I purred a little bit. He walked in. So here he comes in. He, and I was just on the phone. I just hang it up. He'd come in. They were staying in the casita, him and his beautiful wife. Um, uh, Devin De La Vasquez. So he comes walking. He, of course, he's dressed like a biker. I'm like, no shit. I always remember a guy that was in a suit. So, anyways, he just walks over, looks at me, stands in front of me, goes, then gives me a big hug. <laughs> Freaking love you. Yeah, they're man. they're patriots. That's good. Yeah, oh, I, I kind of talked with her a little bit. Yeah, she's they're amazing. Good, good. And glad you met them. We went to, and then uh, we went when we went over that that Thursday for a private kind of a private 
viewing of the Palazzo before they had the Scala. Again, here comes Scott Page. Scott Page is with Pink Floyd. Same thing. Walks in. He's like, mm-hmm. yep. holy shit, dude. Patriot Street Fighter. You're right in front of me. I can't believe it. Because I'm getting like five hugs. <laughs> and that's Pink I'm Floyd, like, bro. Yeah. I listened oh, to yeah. Pink Floyd yesterday. I was listening to them yesterday. Oh, cool. I, How about that? Yeah. And it's amazing. These people, he's like, I fucking love you, man. And so I got texts from him yesterday, kind of out of the blue. But here's <laughs> the thing. These people... In the leftist part of the country, they're there and they freaking love what we do. So my point is when this shit happens, mm-hmm. who are they listening to? The people that have been telling them for years, this is what's going on in the country. This is what's coming. Here's how we win this thing. And when it comes to the point where we may have law enforcement that that comes in, we're trying to do what we can to save our country as citizens and they want to get in our way. National Guard's not really going to it. The National Guard's more the safety. Uh, I think, uh, you know, military organization, it's not completely plugged into the cabal. But I believe that that dynamic, David, I believe you 100%. But there's one thing here that we're not taking into account. As I said before, we have never been pushed into a corner. And when we do, and and, and the military in this country, the ex-military, when they finally say, I didn't do all this shit. I mean, I'm talking to guys that are like career fighter pilots, a couple of them, and they're they're heavy jet pilots. Now, their mindset is the same thing. I'm we're not standing by when if this shit happens, we're not standing by. Here's what we know how to do, and they'll find each other and they will start organizing and doing what's necessary. I don't have the fear. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be pretty. I don't think we're really fucked. It's gonna be complete chaos. Cause once that thing activates in a soldier's head. Foreign and domestic. Domestic's going to hit him like a train. It's going to reactivate him and say, I took an oath. And I'm. And if you're going to stand in my way, you're going to go down with whoever else we're going to move out of the way to save the country. I think it's going to be chaotic, but I absolutely, I still have no fear that we're going to lose this country. Not on any level. We know this. We're on an ascension track. And this process of people stepping up into their own light for the first time in their entire life to say, I'm saving my country. And they're going to do amazing things. People are going to do shit they never dreamed that they would do in the process of helping save the country. They're going to start becoming who they were, or who they already are. I think it's going to happen across the country. I think this ascension track kicks in. The pride of America kicks back in. And people are going to come to this battlefield, whatever that battlefield looks like, and just says, here's the deal. No fucking way. This is our country. And we're, we're going to take it back. And you guys have a choice. I said, like, if they ever put UN helmets on this on the ground, I saw this great, great picture. Here's a dead a UN soldier flat on his face, bullet hole right through the helmet, and somebody's walking away. It's like, that's what happens in this country. You come to this country and you try to pull that bullshit on our soil, it isn't going to work. I mean, They're clever. They're, They're clever, working. though. They're going to be dressed in our fatigues. They'll be dressed in our fatigues. They're not going to have you in blue helmets. They're going to be dressed as American soldiers. Mm -hmm. And that's how they're going to do this. That's how they're planning to do this. And they'll keep a distance and say, listen to what we're saying. They're going to be very different. And we're going to be like, wow, they're American soldiers. Look how they're treating us. That's how they plan to do this. That's how they're going to try to pull one over on us, is have them dressed like us. And The way we defeat that is we have our, our, our groups, militias, you know, um, National Guard, and uh, and your sheriffs, uh, Constitution sheriff is the best thing you can have in your in your your county, your state, whatever. Uh, they basically, we we're all combined 
So if another outside group comes in, we're going to know it right away. So that's another reason why you want to, you know, coordinate. And uh, another great story is, you know, how, how we're changing things and how everybody gets involved is uh, Tito Ortiz, who is, uh, you know, basically mixed martial arts, you know, uh, superstar in Huntington Beach. He wanted, so I was just talking about snow in Huntington Beach. So California. So I just looked, you know, how, how much California, how snow and all the rain has been happening in California for the last three months. I just looked in and they're saying, oh, all that snow and all that rain, it's, we're still in a drought. It, it wouldn't matter if California fell into the friggin' ocean. They're still going to lie to us I know, about, man. about this global warming bullshit. So, uh, so Tito Ortiz basically was in Huntington Beach. He's like, I want to be sheriff. And everybody's like, no, go run for mayor. You're big. You're much bigger than yeah. that. So he ran for mayor and they shut him down. They, they, they fucked him over and over again, took his money to it. Went, came after him all kinds of different ways. So he said, fuck you guys. So he came to Florida. So I'm 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 trying to get hold of him, and I'm gonna have him come because he's gonna try and run for I have his contact, spot here him. in Florida. So we're gonna we're gonna know, try and uh, give him some. I know coverage. I know him pretty well. I can give you his number. Oh sweet, yeah, good. Yeah, okay, really. good, good. Hey, if he's gonna run, let if he's gonna run, we'll 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 freaking back this shit out. We'll get everybody absolutely. To vote in Florida. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, that's good. Good. Hell yeah, <laughs> he'll love it because he's a patriot, man. Obviously, I'll text him right now. Sweet. Having the balls to go up against those criminal shitheads where you know that they're, that, yeah, they're going to try to ruin your life out there. They're going to destroy your life. Yeah. Right? So, that, I mean, this is the way we fight back. We start to coordinate with each other. We support each other. Um, the good guys, right? So we can't, we can't, you know, kick back. We know there's good people out there doing good things. I know that. Uh, we've all talked about that. But yeah. There has to be a level where we get more involved. So it, that gives them support, gives them cover as well to do more work and to get more involved. So it has to be a coordinated effort with more and more of us getting. So I think it, the time is great. I, I think we we were like calm and cool. We showed the world that, hey, we're not just going to flip off and go crazy here. We're going to we're going to see if the judicial system works for us and gets this thing done. It ain't happening. It's corrupted, too. Hello. No. Uh, so look at the Supreme Court. They they didn't do anything for the election. Runs and kids either. Yeah. And now they set themselves up to get completely uh uh stacked. And and it's like now I mean they've they've they, they now the loaded gun has turned on them. So it's kind of like I mean, nothing was done. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. I mean, I, I've always said it though. Juan was like, No, I have faith in the Supreme Court. I'm like, I can't believe that. I, I can't I couldn't believe you told me that. Like, what I, I, we were told specifically many times military is the only yeah. way. And to but your Juan, Juan told me that he believed that when the Brunson case was going through, he's like, no, 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 no. Have more faith in the Supreme Court. I said, Juan, I don't have faith in them. I, I, I have zero faith in them. Mm -hmm. But that I, you know, I, and look, I mean, I, they're the, the Congress is completely like immune. They're immune to this. They're How do they get to be immune to this? They work for us, but yet they're immune to the Constitution. Yeah, they're impotent. Then they're impotent too. Look to your point about again, and I don't want to. I'm not playing devil's advocate here with you. I'm just telling you what I feel in my soul, what I absolutely believe to my core. You're right. They will. They did it in D.C. on January 6. Chris Bergard, Nick Searcy have video footage of these bastards taking off their their Trump supporter, you know, garb in the bushes and, you know, and and, and switching out back and forth. They saw that they're going to do that. The difference is this. Once you piss this country off and once we know what they're doing, that kind of stuff, 
everybody's got a cell phone. Everybody in their community is going to say, hey, that that looks suspect. Cell phone, shoot that sucker out, right? Or if they can confirm these people are bad guys, you're going to have people at that point just like walking into the street, go round them up. Any resistance, they'll just, they'll just fucking shoot them. When it gets to be that point, it's going to go that way. They're, and then once they start finding that their little, their, their, uh, their, these, these, um, tactics that military knows all their tactics, they could put it, they could put that out and let us know, Hey, here's what to look for. Here's what you're going to find with these people. And they tell us, cause they said, this is a civilian slash military alliance, a civilian slash military alliance. They're going to enlist them. Tell you, you're going to enlist we, the people where they need to. And I just don't care what they throw at us. The soul of America is going to stand up and they're going to say, no fucking way. And and the, the, these people are going to be in a danger zone behind, deep behind their enemy lines on our soil. Nobody's gone up against the pissed off American. I mean, a nation pissed off. It's going to be dangerous for them. It's just we have to turn that point. We got to get punched in the face. Once we get punched in the face and rocked and people have a little fear, then they're going to go through the stages, fear, denial, then anger, whatever. Resolution is going to be, we're going to get heads on sticks. Anybody in this country that's in here to help them harm us, take them down, there will be no safe place in the country for these people to hide. That's how I see it. I I, I have, that's just what's in my soul. But that that's also why I said that they are, I believe they're preparing for this as well. And that's why they want as much disorganization as possible because they know that every American is going to be pissed. They're going to be irate. That is why they're destroying our food chains now, our distribution chains. They're burning the food processing centers. They're causing all these disruptions because they know they're, they're going to do like what we did to the Indians, man. They're going to starve us out. And then they're going to have better control over us and then cause chaos with these sleeper cells that are in our country right now. They will be activated and then they will cause disarray, uh, disorientation. And that's how they plan to get us. And, and it's good that we're talking about this right now because that we need to let people know that this is what they're planning. They, they're planning for a lot of confusion, send our troops off to Ukraine while they while they bring in more sleeper cells through the southern border and and plan to take us over through this fifth generational warfare that's all i'm saying is that we got to be prepared for that yeah Good point it's going to happen I, just like you say it's going to happen but they're going to meet some massive resistance once the mental framework of america turns no doubt absolutely all right we got nino for uh a whole hour about that, <laughs> dude, you're know, looking at my little bull. Yeah, get get you, you just slurred him. I was gonna take him as long as I could. So kind of <laughs> I'm watching my dog eat the rug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this this was a good one, guys. This this should get everybody fired up and move in the right direction. Yeah, no, this was good. I I, I recorded a little bit of my phone right here when we were talking in the. I'm going to put this up on my Telegram and then on Nino's TV and Rumble. Nice. Nice. Good. Yeah, Mike, I'm glad to hear you're in that mindset. You're going to start talking, talking to people about organizing, uh, getting ready. And I think, I, you know what? I think getting David back on is yeah smart move because he's got, he's basically got the compendium on how you organize mm -hmm. at this level. This is how you do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I mean, his, if folks, if you haven't read tactical civics, go find it online, right. right? Download it for free tactical civics. And it's that's again, name, David, back. could you guys hook me up David, with him as well? 
you got to get. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You got to get him. Let's 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 get him out there. Let's get him. U N I G A. Z U N I G A. Yep. I'll get you. Yeah, I'll text you a three-way in, or Mike can too. I'll text you a three-way introduction thread to him because I told him I said when I had him on, I said I'm going to introduce you to. Well, why don't we do a roundtable with him involved, and then we can just all. Oh, I, love I love that. That's yeah. great. Are you? Yeah, gonna that way, we can just all have fun. You know? <laughs> Next Thursday, <laughs> and I reached out to Tito right now, so he'll be he'll be getting back to me, Mike. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, we'll have him on uh, ASAP. That'd be good. We'll pump him up big time. He's going to run yeah. for sheriff some down there. We're going to make a such a massive avalanche. Right. Yeah. Avalanche. Yeah, shit. Let's, Absolutely. Let's get, uh, Let's get David, uh, Mike, Mike on on yep. on a roundtable. Let's can you guys I love that? That'd be good. Maybe next Thursday we'll look at next Thursday yeah. for a roundtable. Let's yeah. get him on. So you and, might and, have just brought a critical point here, Mike. Together, yeah. So another thing that he's into, uh, and he's really good at it, and he has all all the tactical ways that you can get rid of paying the IRS, which we know the IRS is basically taking our tax money. Some of us, not mine. But taking some of our money and using it against us. Mm -hmm. Why would you pay the enemy guys? So David's work also teaches you how to like break free from that and do it legally. Mm -hmm. Is it David Strait or David Zuniga that talks about that? Zuniga. Z-U-N-I-G-A. Yeah, he talks about that as well. So not, I, not I, I really want to get out of paying the IRS. I swear I can't stand it. Yeah, you should you should hook up with him because he'll he will and and maybe you just do a show on that. But uh but no, you should do the big show because he has books on that as well. And he has, this is what you Especially do. Especially when you know where your money's going. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. Frustrating. No doubt. All right, guys, I'm signing off. All right. Cheers, wait, guys. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Just give me, give me two more minutes. I'm trying to hit a record with you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. Okay, Chris. He's yours. Get him out of here. Yeah. Here comes a hook, Vito. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm out. All right. All cheers. right, buddy. All right. God bless. God bless. Good to see you. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.